Welcome to the Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to this episode of the Determined Mom Show. Today we have Tracy Lynn Morgan of Tracy Lynn Morgan, and she is a productivity behavior change and personal growth coach. So welcome, Tracy. Oh, it's so great to be on the show with you. Thank you. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about how to trade busy for better. And you're going to give us three questions that we can ask ourselves to reconnect with what matters. This is so important right now. Like I can't even stress the importance of this. It's just nuts in this year. I know, right? Mm -hmm. We are doing all the things, wearing all the hats and it is, yeah, it's amazing the work that we're all doing in this for sure. It totally is. So the first thing I always like to ask all of my guests is, how did you get started working from home? Yeah, I am a productivity consultant, um, improvement uh, consultant, and I was in corporate um, for years. And uh, when I had, when I was pregnant with my first baby, I was actually on a contract in Canada and my husband was here in the States and it came time to have my baby and because I couldn't fly anymore. So I had to end that contract and I was kind of had this vision of going back to corporate, that world. And I came back at 31 weeks and we ended up having our baby two weeks later. And it just rocked my world. And everything I thought that envisioned for myself completely changed. Yeah. And I actually had this kind of day of reckoning, I say, because we spent five weeks in NICU. And uh, bless all those NICU moms for sure, and the nurses and the staff. And I was driving in one day, and there was actually a flood on the road. And I had this point where the water was filling up on the road and in my mind, and I was like, nothing will keep me between me and my baby. And I think I got there obviously, safely. but it, yeah, safely, yeah. but it changed everything. I was like, everything that I thought I was becoming and this vision that I had for myself was not who I was becoming as a mother on that journey. So I had to actually do a hard stop and reset. And we went in and my husband and I just re-looked at our vision and what we wanted for ourselves and kind of that path that we had laid out for our lives. And uh, I used all of my training, like, you know, vision, strategy, productivity to revamp kind of the direction I was going. And I was like, these are really helpful things for moms going through because we all evolve and transition. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to be really connected in with that and to be able to set the life up that you want and then bring that into your day. And so that's what I started to do is kind of package that knowledge and that wisdom and that experience really of what I was doing in corporate and bringing it home to moms that were, you know, purpose-driven moms building their business from the ground up and really reconnecting with the life that they truly wanted to live and the motherhood that they envisioned for themselves. So that's what I do now is I help purpose-driven moms kind of step into that and design days that really work for them. That's awesome. And I think what you said is what we all experience with our first child. (laughs) Like there is this shift that happens. And I always talk about this. This is like the most magical moment that I've ever experienced in my life because one moment you don't have a baby and you don't have that like huge burden of responsibility for this baby. And then the next moment, like there's literally a moment when that child is born And your entire life changes forever. Like it will never, ever be the same. And it's such a magical moment. And you can't 
I mean, you can get it again, like with the second and third child, but it's still not the same as that moment when you become a parent. So I completely understand what you're saying. And I think we all as moms can relate to that and have that feeling and having that plan for what we thought we were going to do after we had the baby. And then uh, realistically, like, oh, that's not going to actually work for me, you know? Yeah. And that was the the big moment. And isn't it the irony of it all is that you enter into one of the most busy times of your lives, right? Yeah. And where, you know, you enter into motherhood and maybe you have a business on the go or you're, you know, you're bringing in that past experience and who you were and, and kind of integrating it in now with these new roles. And you have no time to really think. And that's when you really do need to, you know, have that space to be like, who am I becoming and how do I want to embody that in my day? And what's my vision for that? And we don't even have time to think through that. And then all of a sudden we wake up and our day isn't working for us and our life is, you know, gone to this direction. And we're like, I I don't feel fulfilled. This doesn't feel right for me. And so my whole hope is to, you know, help empower moms and women to kind of take that time as they go and have that as part of their practice to really make sure that they're, they're completely synced, that their life is integrated, Mm -hmm. that their whole is really reflected in their day and what's most important to them in their business, in their home life, you know, as a mother, uh, in your, your other relationships. Yeah. 100%. And if we don't live that way, then I know that we live in a kind of state of stress and overwhelm and all of those things. And then it just carries on to our children. So it's very important to address that if you're avoiding it, you know? Absolutely. Our reason why is pretty clear, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we pass that on for sure. Mm-hmm. So what are the three questions that we can ask ourselves in order to be able to figure out what really matters? Yeah, so this is great. And I think that this is a great stepping in point. I work with moms to really kind of dial in that productivity, right? And we always think of productivity is, uh, you know, you have these inputs that go in and you want to maximize, so minimize those inputs, maximize those outputs, right? Mm -hmm. And what sometimes we end up, the problem that we end up having is that we have so much on the inside like on the input side, there's so much to do. There's all the things that it's not necessarily that you have to be so much more productive and get so much more done. Uh, Sometimes the actual root issue is that you have too much to do. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And so it actually waters down your productivity. So this is where I like to back it up and start to kind of look at kind of that inside, that input to productivity and really hone in what is most important to you. What do you really want to focus on and bring into your day uh, and really focus on that top 20%. Uh, So Pareto principle here, 80-20 rule, where if you can figure out that top 20%, that's going to make 80% of the impact in your life and start there, set Mm -hmm. that as kind of your definition for a good day knowing that you have the important things covered, then the rest is icing on the cake, right? Then you can slide in those other things as you need to, if you can get to them, but you know, your bases are covered and you can kind of just have a little bit more ease in your day. And if those 20% are really connected in and most important to you, then that's where you start to get that meaning and that fulfillment in your life. Mm -hmm. And we can't kind of chintz out on that part, right? 
I, you know, I think the best quote is by Peter Drucker. There's nothing so useless as doing efficiently that which should not be done at all. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Right. Which is pretty, ah, we don't want to do that. Yeah. So the three questions that I start with is looking at, you know, the roles that you play. So what are the roles, the key roles? And there's, you know, six key roles that I kind of look at. So provider, which is your work, parenting, teaching now, we have that as a role, uh, our love or relationships, our self, and taking care of our home. So if you look at that as a holistic view of yourself and start to ask, you know, who are you in those roles? What's important to you? Mm-hmm. Who do you want to be? What's your vision? And that's a simple question. Like you ask that, you know, I actually sit down and when I start this, I check in every now and then. I'm like, what's a vision for myself as a parent? Who do I want to be? How do I envision myself? What's important to me? And that's kind of that starting point. You don't have to do that every week. But when you're connected into that, you know. And if you're not, then you revisit and say, in this role, what's most important to me? You know, who am I? What's my vision going forward? And then the second question is, why does that matter to me? So that's kind of bringing your values back in. And I think when we live not congruently to our values, it causes that internal friction and struggle. Mm, So if we can really connect into why that's important to us, it also helps give us motivation and inspiration when the going gets tough. Yeah. And we're more likely to stick with it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the third question, and this is really key, is how can I bring that into my day? So what are the actions that I can do that embody that value or how I want to show up. So an example would be as a mother, I really, you know, respect or, or, or value being a mom that is calm and respectful mm-hmm. as far as in my parenting style, positive parenting. Right. And that's just a personal value. Everyone's going to have it differently. So why is that important to me? Because I really do feel strongly that if I can show up in that way, that I can build more resilient and self-assured and self-confident children that can navigate the world on their own. That's so huge for me. So when I step into my day and I say at the beginning of the week, what's most important? How am I going to bring that? How am I going to action that? Then I'm like, okay, it's really important to connect 10 minutes a day. Simple. There's one action, 10 minutes a day, where I actually get down on my kids level and connect with them. So I set that as a habit. So that's like one simple example. There's other things that I do, but what it is, is it's bringing the big things and making them really, really present in your day. And that's just motherhood. I mean, we can do that for our work as well, making sure that those real tangible big goals are actually filtered down and in our day. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's awesome. You have hit the nail on the head with those roles. I mean, like I, yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And when you write it down, I'm like, yes, I do that 100% of the time, 100% of the time, 100% of the time. So how do I do all of those things 600%? I don't think that's possible, right? Yeah, it doesn't add up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why we get so stressed about it, right? And, and I mean, what I really I think the message that I really want to say is that we can do anything, but not everything. And I think that that comes from David Allen from getting things done, right? So what is our anything? Like, what is our 20%? Not all the things, 
Yeah. What are our highest value points? And we know this as business owners. We're really good at this. Mm -hmm. What are the highest value points that are going to lead to producing income in our business or getting those clients or whatever we need to do, those highest leverage points. But in our life, we don't necessarily think about that. And we get overwhelmed and the balance gets off. And so this is a way of saying, you know, what are the most important, the few most important things that I can do as a mom, or I have a date night each week as, you know, a wife or for myself, because I need to keep my energy up. What are those few critical essential things? And I call it your essential list. What are your top 20% on your essential list? Not your to-do list, but these are the things that are going to move your needle and kind of help you kind of stay consistent and really kind of feel good about your day and add that meaning and purpose back in. Do you suggest kind of going through them and picking one thing that would make you really happy from each, like if you accomplish that one thing each day from each of those six categories, would you feel like, is that a good place to start? Yeah. And I would say even back it up to a week, a week is a great chunk, right? Cause maybe, you know, you don't want all this pressure. This isn't a pressure cooker thing. This is uh, I sit down at the beginning of each week, I write those six rules down and I say, what are the key things, the most important things that I want to get done this week? That's going to make me feel at the end of the week, it was a good week. That's it. Okay. And that is my benchmark for a good week. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I love that. Cause I am one of those people that lives in a pressure cooker because I'm always taking things on and I'm always, um, yeah, I think I just function in a pressure cooker better, but at the same time, I also have severe anxiety and I don't like leaving my house and, you know, like all of these things. So I think, yeah, I think maybe you have hit a little uh, nerve there with that. Yeah. And you know what? You're not alone because so many of us are in it, right? And we're, we really function at a high, high level. And the catch 22 of that is that we don't have this buffer for when other things come up because Mm -hmm. we're so tightly, you know, our day is so tightly set up or Mm -hmm. what, you know, our time, like you say, is 600%. Yeah. Right. And so things come up and then it adds monumental stress onto our life. And so if you can go in and just change your mindset piece of knowing what you set a good day bar at, like what is the most important and that, you know, anything else, yeah, you're going to power through it and you're going to get so much done. Mm -hmm. But if you don't quite get that stuff, that's okay because you covered your essentials and you can kind of take the stress off knowing that you kind of have a little bit more balance and that you've covered the main things, the important things, and you can feel good about that. And so you take the pressure off of doing all the things Mm -hmm. and you come back and you focus on the the important things. things. And that's that whole idea of trade busy for better is focus on that top 20% that's going to get you the 80% of the result less, but better. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Now, what do you say to women who are not sure, like maybe they're just starting their business? Um, Do you work with women that are just starting and trying to figure out how to juggle all of that? Yeah. Okay. And oftentimes that's a really important step in, right? Because we're transitioning to something new. It's a change. And so it's like you have this vision, you are, you know, have brilliant ideas, but your day isn't serving that, right? You don't have time in your day. So how do you start right. finding that time, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's definitely a point in. Okay. 
That's huge because I know that there are a lot of listeners that are, you know, maybe in that just starting or maybe just a year in or something like that. So, yeah. And I would say one example of how you can apply this in that scenario is so in your that provider role, right? Or that work role, if you will, is take a look at this week. How much time will feel good enough if you commit that amount of time? How much time is realistic for you this week, knowing your week? So, and start small. So you want to choose an amount of time that you're like, okay, I can put, like I literally started at two hours a week growing this business when I had my kids and my kids had surgeries very early on. And we had a lot of kind of complications and things to go through. Yeah. But I was like, I just needed that outlet. It was a part of me. I was a better mom to be able to holistically express all the different parts, all the different roles in myself. So even two hours a week was enough for me. And I would say, if you're just starting out, you may have more time, you may not, but choose an amount of time that you can, that you have a certain, like a high degree of confidence that you can do. So you feel good about that. Set that as your essential. So if it's two hours a week and you are, you know, eight out of 10 confident that you can do that, start there and grow it. If you have more time, awesome. But if you set your bar and put the habits in place, you're more likely to stick with it. You feel good about it. It's more positively reinforcing. It doesn't have the negative impact on the rest of your life. Yeah. And you can actually grow it from there. Yeah. Wow. And then you prove it to yourself. You step in and you show that, yeah, no, you can do this. And then what you do in that time is you're like, what is the most important thing that I need to get done in that time? What's most essential for my business to move my needle? And that's the task I'm going to do there. Wow. That's so cool. That's so powerful, I think, is a better word. Because, yeah, I mean, it just gives you all of this power and control over you know, what you need to do and how you're using your time, which I think a lot of us feel like it uses us. Yeah. Where <laughs> our day is not serving us. Yeah. yeah. We are serving it. Yeah. yeah, totally. And another thing, just to highlight what you just said, progress is power. Mm-hmm. Progress helps show us what we can do. And we start to over time, if you can set yourself up to be really successful, that's why I say a high degree of confidence, you can follow through something that works for you. Yeah. Then you can grow it and you start to change your identity and squash those beliefs that are in your way and aren't serving you anymore. And you replace them because you've made progress. You've proved it to yourself that you can do this. And then it's a snowball and you can start to do bigger things and you can start to challenge yourself and feel comfortable and confident in that realm. And that power builds on itself. Yeah. That's amazing. And I am going to go through this exercise that you've provided for us and see if I can figure out those roles. I love it. And I have important part is I have a, uh, a cheat sheet that I can give you as well. If you want to link that into the show notes to kind of walk you through that. Yeah, that would be great because it's going to be good for everyone to be able to download that and work through it. I I took notes, but, um, if someone's like, you know, in the car or at the gym listening, um, we want to make sure that they're able to access that. So yeah, the link for that cheat sheet is going to be in the show notes and where can people, what is your favorite place for people to find you online and connect? with you? Um, I would say Instagram, Tracy Lynn Morgan, uh, or my website, tracylynnmorgan.com, T-R-A-C-Y-L-Y-N-N Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N. Okay. Don't don't go Tracy Morgan because that's a different guy. Yeah, that's, I, yeah, I was thinking that I'm like, Tracy Morgan, this sounds very familiar. And then I realized, oh yeah, he's the comedian, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Well, 
I have enjoyed this episode so much and you've provided so much value, um, even just to me. So if no one else gets value from it, then you can at least rest assured that you've definitely provided me some value. <laughs> um, that makes which, a difference for me too. <laughs> yeah. Which I know is not gonna, not the case because it's just such powerful information. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show. And I also wanted to close with my typical closing question is what is your favorite thing about being able to work from home? Oh, wow. It's having that integration and that balance to be able to kind of, I would say, enact or bring in to my day the things that are most important. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I might have a meeting, but then I can step out and I can play with my kids for 10. It doesn't have to be much 10 minutes and I can connect and they feel good. Their cup is full. I feel better. And I feel more like my life is more holistic, more integrated. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. That's the first time that we've gotten that answer, by the way. Oh, so usually it's (laughs) like, I like to be home. So that way they, you know, if they get sick or anything like that. So this is great. All right, Tracy. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, look forward to learning more about you. And I also noticed that you have a Facebook group. So I see that in there. So if you want to join her group, it's called mama evolved together. Absolutely. Thank you so much for um, giving me the chance to be on here. This episode of the Determined Mom Show is brought to you by the Google My Business Master Course. This course features six modules and 18 lessons that will walk you through step-by-step how you can master Google My Business and get ranking in your industry for the locations you want in just six to nine weeks. This course is robust and it features step-by-step instruction. You can always access it at tdmmarketingacademy.thinkific.com or you can simply go to thedeterminedmom.com and click on Google My Business Course. As a thank you for being a loyal Determined Mom Show listener, you can save 20% by using the code PODCAST.